Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Australia is currently the most vulnerable country in the developed world to the crime of money laundering. Alongside Haiti and Madagascar, Australia is one of the three countries worldwide that have not implemented Tranche 2, a tightening of anti-money laundering um, and counter-terrorism financing laws that will regulate the uh, law, accounting and real estate industries. With no regulatory framework or government support, many Australian businesses don't know how best to protect themselves and most importantly, still don't realise any risky nature of current processes. So our chat is going to be with Auckland-based first AML founder and CEO, Milan Cooper, whose global company offers a technology solution that helps businesses to protect themselves against crime. Without further ado, let's invite Milan Milan to the show to chat more on the matter. So, hi, I hope I got your name right. Is it Milan or Milan? How do you pronounce it? It's Milan, yeah. Alrighty, sorry about that. So how are you today, Milan? I'm doing really well, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Awesome, thank you. Uh, so I'm going to just dive right into the question. So this is a, looks like a pretty serious topic, but we need to discuss it. So let's go with the basics first. So you look pretty young. You like a, and this is like a really, you know, it's a tough, looks like a tough business. So what made you want to start a company such as First AML? And also tell me what does AML stand for? Stan. Yeah, sure. Thanks for saying I look young. I don't, I don't feel that young. But um, no, so um, AML, to, to begin with, AML stands for anti-money laundering. So um, we are first AML and, and we've uh, been going about five years. And what made me want to start the business originally? Well, I was really looking for something which would give me purpose uh, and you know a real motivation to get out of bed every day and, and go and, and, and build something amazing. And um, I was a little bit, disillusioned with the corporate environment um, and I'd had a, had a career there but I I wanted to do something for myself and and it was quite exciting to you know to get into a startup environment um, and so what I was really drawn to with um, AML was that we have an opportunity to have sort of a, a dual impact so firstly um, there's a real challenge around AML compliance and streamlining AML compliance and um, this is a difficult problem to solve. And so I'm really engaged with, you know, how do we make this process much better? And secondly, you know, we are playing a role in improving access to the financial system using our software and ultimately limiting, uh, limiting criminal exploitation of the financial system. And so these two things in combination get me really uh, energized to, to go to work every day. Awesome. Okay, that's uh, really okay. I just want to do a bit of digging. So, are you a hacker, a cybersecurity expert, or are you a business person like you are the the numbers guy? So, how how are you involved in this? Yeah, I'm I'm a business person and sort of a numbers guy. So, I don't don't come from a a software engineering background, and so we've had to bring that sort of talent into our business. Um, but yeah, I, I bring this sort of the business and strategic uh, aspects to the team. Awesome. So, okay. So, what is Tranche Two? So, Tranche Two is um, 
essentially the rollout of new regulation in Australia, which would require designated non-financial businesses uh, to comply with AML laws. So these are businesses like law firms and accounting firms and real estate agencies who are currently are, are not following any anti-money laundering uh, regulations. And these are important um, areas uh, you know, to, to regulate because these businesses really uh, are used to facilitate um, money laundering in, in the economy. And um, most countries in the world have adopted tranche too, uh, but Australia is lagging behind. So it's really lagging behind, um, like, um, yeah, like why, you know, because, you know, Australia is supposed to be one of the OECD top, top uh, countries, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's really strange that um, Australia is lagging behind. And honestly, it's, it's quite embarrassing for Australia. Um, the rest of the world has adopted um, this, this legislation and certainly Australia's peers on the international stage have adopted um, this, this legislation. So it is embarrassing for Australia um, and really the politicians are to blame here. They haven't uh, had the impetus to, to get this going and to pass this legislation. And, um, and you know, as a result of that, we're um, in a situation where there's some pretty horrific crimes uh, being enabled by um, by by criminals um, and, and and by this lack of of regulation in Australia. Okay, so can you give us some examples of money laundering scandals that have taken place in Australia, and what we could have done to avoid it if we would have had all these anti money money laundering laws in place? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's um, there's been a, a recent case just within the last month. Um, in which there was a, a massive bust and police have seized over $150 million worth of property. And essentially this is um, considered a multi-billion dollar money laundering operation. And it uh, appears to be um, some shadow banking type operations whereby um, an intermediary is, is, is allowing the, or facilitating the transfer of cash between Australia and other countries and enabling criminals to move their money across these borders and invest it in, in, in legitimate assets like property. And so what you, what you have here is professionals like lawyers and accountants and real estate agents um, enabling that transfer of wealth and enabling the acquisition of property um, from, from these criminals because they're not asking or they're not required to ask questions or they're not required to report suspicious transactions or suspicious activities. And um, this, is, this is purely because tranche two hasn't been adopted in Australia. And so these checks and balances aren't, aren't in place. Okay, so um, I was quite interested when you said real estate businesses, because in Australia, people love to buy properties. So, Okay, can you give me an example? Like, let's just say Ray White. So, if they use your software, so what happens? Like, you know, now that now they don't have the software, and then when when they have your software, what is the difference? Like, you know. Yeah. So it enables um, the identity verification of the the buyers and sellers of real estate, 
And so you're making sure that the ultimate beneficial owners or the, the you know the ultimate owners of these properties are real people and they aren't um, they aren't made up or they're not you know part of an elaborate um, scam to um, to transfer the, the, the property ownership. So the, the first sort of element is identity verification. The other element is digging into the nature of the transaction, the purpose of the transaction, and um, being able to flag if there are suspicious activities going on and associating uh, associated with this transaction. See, and some of these are the sort of the core principles around AML laws. Um, and so they're an attempt to um, to sort of uncover uh, you know illegal dealings in these property transactions. And right now none of these uh, none of these checks are required and so um, that you know people aren't required to inquire about where the money comes from or aren't required to report anything suspicious and um, therefore it's much more easy for criminals to exploit um, exploit the system. Okay, so all right, just tell me um, how do you help businesses uh, like you know uh, better equip themselves with all this anti-money laundering thing? So you go in, you give them a fifteen minutes free consultations like most businesses do, and then you give them a price, and then you go in and you change their systems. How does it work? Yeah, essentially we roll out um, a what's called a KYC or know your customer solution for our customers so that they can make the appropriate inquiries um, about their customers when they are transacting with them. And so this is a software product and uh, it helps our customers, you know, really understand who they're dealing with. And it helps with, um, you know, monitoring um, their customers over time and, um, you know, also being able to track anything suspicious so that it can be reported to the authorities. So essentially this is a, a compliance platform which uh, helps our helps our customers make sure that they know they're not um, dealing with any um, any you know criminal um, criminal activities and, and so this is what we've rolled out in um, in New Zealand and and the UK and we are already operating in Australia because the financial sector in Australia is captured um, by these laws, but the designated non-financial businesses, the, the lawyers, the accountants, the real estate agents, they are not captured today. Okay, so, but some might think this will delay the process of buying a house. Would that be an argument for... Um, no, it, no, I mean, these checks can be, can be completed in, uh, you know, in minutes or hours. They're really... Um, checks to obtain documentation and they, they can be completed really fast. So it doesn't need, using the right technology, it doesn't need to be uh, a burden on businesses and it doesn't need to slow down transactions. Okay, so for these businesses that are in, uh, like you said, lawyers, accountants and real estate, right? Now that they don't have all this anti-money money laundering thing law with, in place, so how do they best protect themselves from any sort of scandals? Yeah, so they can they can do more to ask their customers, you know, where the money's coming from, and just be really alert to suspicious activities. And if they do think something is suspicious, I guess not just to turn a blind eye, but to alert the authorities. That's 
you know that's the that's the best thing um businesses can be doing today and um in due course this uh this tranche two regulation will um be enforced in australia and um there will be much more comprehensive checks required okay do you have any uh competitors here in australia like are you uh not really we um our value proposition is quite unique in that um we offer end-to-end -end kyc um for any customer entity type and we find this is quite a unique offering the biggest competitor to us really is um is doing it yourself and so organizations um who don't adopt software um, to help with this they, they they may implement their own processes and manual checks um, which obviously um, create quite a administrative burden and so that's probably the main competitor to us is, is firms who are you know still doing things with you know with spreadsheets and and um, and emails back and forth and we introduce technology to streamline this whole process awesome so again right what is kyc again sorry i just wanted to know what does that stand for yeah K kyc stands for know your customer and know so yeah it's 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 around understanding who you're working with and and the identity of of your customer and when your customer is a complex entity like a company or a trust it involves digging through the layers of ownership to understand the ultimate beneficial owners of that entity okay who are your clients in australia at the moment do you can you divulge that info yeah i mean at, at a high level we work with investment firms and lenders and other types of financial services firms including banks and so they all need to comply with these laws and, and we are providing our software to them okay what does the future look like for aml regulation in australia basically yeah. now we have a new government yeah i mean i'd really love to see this government um really take this seriously and, and make this a priority to pass the, the you know this law to bring tranche two into force and we've really got to see this for um for australia to you know remain um you know in line with its peers on the world stage because it is becoming embarrassing as i said earlier okay all right that's all the time that we have for today thank you Melin, for speaking with us today thanks very much for having me Awesome. Thank you for listening to another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to it and give us a like in all our social networks. Thank you.